It's Cut to the Chase at 8 with Queen MC, that's me, Madison Chase. We are talking ESB, that's entertainment, sports, and beauty with my personal, always positive, three T's. And that is takeaway tips and tools, hopefully that you could use to live a life that is full of light and always love. So I didn't want to talk about it, but looking on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, and just remembering watching for the first time the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly, I was really curious about the editing. I thought they did a really great job as far as like the cinematography, um, the way that it was shot, the way that it was put together, the story that they told. Uh, Even though it is a very traumatic and very dark and very sad story that this story has existed for over three decades. uh, That's the depressing part. But looking at the person who put it together, I wanted to know about that person because I feel like ultimately the story that she told is going to change so many lives. And so let's talk about Dream Hampton. She was born in Detroit, Michigan. I know a lot of people from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, She was named after Martin Luther King's most celebrated speech, I Have a Dream. She attended NYU, New York University, and she studied film at the Tisch School of the Arts. And during her time at Tisch, she created a, a short documentary for a class. And it starred her neighbor, drumroll please, guess who her neighbor was? It was Christopher Notorious B.I.G. Wallace, yes. Biggie, it was Biggie. Uh, So she is a writer, a filmmaker, a cultural critic, and hip-hop journalist. And I think out of all of those titles, I feel like the hip-hop journalist had to be the most challenging thing because maybe it's because she grew up with Notorious B.I.G. and she actually knew him and he was her neighbor, so she was familiar with that world. But looking at kind of like that whole culture, because I grew up in a Texas town, like it just feels like it would be a little challenging being a woman in a very male dominated especially african-american male hip-hop culture it just feels like it would be uh, extremely challenging but she's the first female editor of the source magazine and she also served as editor-in-chief of a short-lived los angeles-based rap pages magazine and she was a contributor for vibe for 15 years when it first launched in 1993 Uh, The Village Voice and Spin. Her essays have been included in over a dozen anthologies. So let's look at some of her anthologies. So she did Bad Boy, The Vibe History of Hip Hop, uh, Three Rivers Press, Born Alone, Die Alone, that is uh, Born to Use Mike's Reading Nas's Illmatic by, was edited by Michael Eric Dyson. Uh, Audacity in Black Cool, 1,000 Streams of Blackness. It was edited by Rebecca Walker. Of course, we already talked about uh, B.I.G. being her neighbor. So she did the Behind the Music, the Notorious B.I.G. in 1997. She was an associate producer of that. Uh, This is her filmography. I Am Ali, 2002. She was the director uh, Notorious B.I.G. Bigger Than Life in 2007. She, she was the executive producer. Black August, a hip-hop documentary concert 2010. She was the director of that. Uh, the Russian Winter in 2012. She was the associate producer. 
an oversimplification of her beauty in 2012 she was co-exec producer uh queens 2012 uh, was a music video she did and she did a documentary treasure from tragedy to trans justice mapping a detroit story and now 2019 surviving r kelly And I think the thing that people don't realize sometimes with documentaries, because I didn't realize this until I actually um, had an associate who is working on several documentaries and just how long they take. Uh, She also spent six months with Tupac following his story in person for a cover story. Uh, She also covered the beating of Dee Barnes. I think Dr. Dre did that. Um... Yeah, so she has done a lot of things. Let's see, her um, Black August, a hip-hop documentary concert, debuted at the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts in 2010. And I Am Ali was an entry of 2002 Sundance Film Festival, and she won the Best Short Film at Vanity Fair's Newport Film Festival. Uh, So on Facebook this morning, I was looking at a couple of things. And one of the stories that I saw that a friend actually shared was uh, she talks about some of the celebrities that she asked to be a part of her docuseries, Surviving R. Kelly. Uh, Jay-Z was among one of them. Jay-Z, Lady Gaga. This is just off the top of my head. And I want to say Celine Dion was another one. And the story that I saw on Facebook is that Foxy Brown, who is a hip-hop rapper, essentially is allegedly claiming that Jay-Z took her virginity at 15 and he was allegedly 27 at the time. And I don't know if you say allegedly, like you're not basically saying it's fact, you're saying it hasn't been proven. And in the comments, someone talked about Jay-Z when he first met Beyonce. So... The question is, is possibly is that why he didn't want to do this? And so in talking to, you know, a couple of friends and just having conversations about this docuseries, and I am really probably going to talk about this again on Friday because I know Jada is really concerned because she saw a spike in R. Kelly's music on Spotify mainly. That's the the outlet that I'm seeing, the streaming outlet. But it received a 16% increase on Spotify I also watched a a segment of The Real with Lonnie Love and Jenny Ma and Adrian Ballon, who essentially said that they gave their take on answering Jada's questions. And I think all of their points were valid. And essentially said, you know, you have a generation of people who don't know R. Kelly's music. And that may be that, you know, they were curious about some of his songs. And I also think, you know, you have a people who is African-Americans, our community, who is so divided on so many things. And I think the great divider is money sometimes. And I think when it comes to our community, that the divide is so huge that sometimes people who have money, who have come from very humble beginnings, it's really hard for them to imagine what people who want to live better lives could potentially be living. So... Uh, I'm really curious to, I think Jade, I'm not sure what time she's going to do the Red Table Talk, but she actually is going to do a whole episode 
about this um, surviving R. Kelly because she had a really hard time. And her question was, do little black girls not matter? And that was kind of my assumption, too, because I saw a segment on Dr. Oz where they were still trying to figure out who who killed John Benet Ramsey. And that's one little girl uh, of who is not a little girl of color. So <clears throat> I'd love to continue this conversation definitely on Friday. I will definitely be talking after Jada's uh, Red Table Talk. But if you want to continue this conversation with me on Instagram live, I am a Madison Chase Fitness on Facebook live or Facebook. I am official Madison Chase Fitness. So thanks for listening and we will chat tomorrow.